1: all right everybody welcome back to another edition of the teardown my name is jeff luck and i'm sitting right next to my co-worker jordan bianchi we are motorsports writers for the Athletic, and we're talking about the duels and previewing the Daytona 500. We are sitting in the drivers' meeting room at Daytona International Speedway after we've just watched the duels. It's a Thursday night, and a few days away from the the Daytona 500, and the field is finally set, and we know who's going to be in it, even though we haven't seen one bit of practice yet. <laughs> that's so weird. I just we we just didn't talk about that. We'll get into that. <laughs> that's a that's a weird one. But uh, yes, quite the uh, you know, uh, with I don't know what twenty-five laps to go or something. I was messaging you, and I was like, "We're gonna have nothing." Oh uh, yeah, about. They were like fifteen <laughs> laps to go. <laughs> it was quite. right
0: before it was right before the the crash that changed everything.
1: Yes, yes. Well, it certainly did because uh, at least the makeup of the field, because uh, Austin Hill was going to be in. Um Connor Daly driving the crap box that is the number 50 car wow. for well it is it doesn't even hold together they, they have a zillion to, problems they, they made it
0: into the Daytona 500 two straight years i just want to point that out
1: Well, <laughs> Smoke and mirrors wonderful. baby I mean, smoking mirrors they i mean look good for them yeah, they I mean, made they, it you know what they, sometimes
0: it's better to be lucky than good and today they were very lucky
1: they did not crash and that's about all they did not do i mean his car was <laughs> about hopping to the moon um i've never seen like you know, when they showed it on TV, like, and he was talking in his car about, oh, you know, it's jumping all over. It looked around.
0: like a super cross track. It felt like he was going over super cross track.
1: But I, I was like, I was all the way up in the press box, like super high up That's in very the hot. sky, right? And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could see, like, I wonder if I could visibly see from this far away, like without <laughs> binoculars or anything. Yes, I absolutely could. I mean, it was like, it, it looked like it was about to like pogo stick up, like over the fence or something. It was wild. I've never seen a car do that before. Um... I mean, it made like the the porpoising from F1 look look super tame.
0: Lewis Hamilton is watching this somewhere, going,
1: Connor, I know what you feel like, buddy. <laughs> I get it. No, I'm telling you, man, Connors was way worse. But uh, it looks, I mean, they, they got it straightened out. They got it going around the track, but uh, lapped. Two but, big things happened. Uh-huh. One was the
0: first caution, that when, uh, Justin Haley's window side window fell out and they got the precaution because then they could make adjustments to it. And they right. said that that was, the, 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 then the car felt better after that and at least gave them a fighting chance to put themselves in a position where they could do something. Because if they don't get that caution, I, I don't know if he is able to stay on the track.
1: Yeah, he probably he might just have to be like, all right, We're this done. is undrivable. Yeah. Or yeah. he crashes, trying yeah, to do something
0: out. of that nature. So without that caution, you don't, you're don't you not in a position to capitalize on the second one. And then when Kyle Busch and Daniel Suarez got together, it was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, how about that? I mean, you know, I tweeted in the moment, which sometimes my tweets are wrong. In no. The moment. Really? You know, like I'll see something Never. happen live. I tweet it. And then r- later on the replay, you go, oh, that's what happened. But I'm trying to... <laughs> Describe what just happened, what I just saw, right? Yeah. So I tweet, Daniel Suarez turned Kyle Bush. And I got all these replies going, No, Kyle Larson got into Suarez from behind, blah, blah. Well, then they show the side angle. So, but so in that moment, I was like, Uh oh. Yeah. Maybe that was like a chain reaction thing. And I just was a little bit hasty. Then they show the side angle. Larson was not anywhere near that. No. Uh, Suarez was just getting over aggressive. He was way too far out mm-hmm. on the right side and ends up.
0: And apologized for it over the radio too, which was a telltale sign.
1: <laughs> well, I mean it doesn't really matter after that. No, but what I'm saying is oh. he
0: admitted fault.
1: Oh, I see. Well, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, well, I mean. I'm sa- I mean, but,
0: but the people that were watching though obviously didn't see that. Yes, and then, well, so when okay, Sores yes. apologizes for
1: it, I mean that's Well should... once they showed the replay that <laughs> Larson was had nothing yeah. to do with that at all. Um but yeah, that was it, it was I think you'll have to tell me whether you agree. If Kyle Busch is now not a Chevy teammate with Suarez, and he's still in a Toyota, does he shred him for that out of the care center? Because he was he was pretty. I mean, he was just like I don't really know what why he was doing yeah, that, but he he wasn't like that is an idiot. You know what? Why would he do what a moron or you know nothing like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't want to speak for him, but it seems like he probably was probably a little bit mindful of the situation, that this is a Chevy teammate, and there's no need to, to go down that road, race one, like, you know, let's just get out of here, and unfortunately, but it, it sucks, I mean, he had a really good car, and I was, you know, looking up, like, did Kyle Busch ever win a duel before, and I was, because it was curious, and it's it, I, I mentioned it to you, like, him winning, Kyle Bush winning the Daytona 500, or starting off his tenure with RCR in this manner, of winning a duel, and then putting himself in position in the 500, like, man, that's a, that's a juicy storyline.
1: Well, and look, I mean, he was, it seemed like he was on his way to a win or at least to have something close to it. I mean, we, you never know what's going to happen on the last lap or whatever. He was in Um, position. But he was in good position. Uh, and of course he would have started, you know, say in the top five or something. Um, had he, had he won that, uh, or, or been close and, um, you know, instead now it looks like we we don't have the information at this time. We're like literally right after the race here, but um, he's probably going to a backup car. They're I mean,
0: trying. Bob Cocker's uh-huh. esteemed Bob Cockers, said that they are going to try to make repairs to the eight car, but it looks like they probably gonna have to go to backup. I mean, Which, that, a backup. Which that's pretty uh, decent. Yeah, I mean to me, like, like mean, I mean I see, that, I see that I see like a crash like that. I'm not yeah. even thinking backup. I mean I don't know. That was pretty extensive,
1: right? Right, and and yeah, I mean, I know you have a couple of days of practice, but you need I don't to, know
0: you need to get you need to have your car ready to go tomorrow because you need to make sure you're practicing tomorrow.
1: Yeah, well, that's true too. Um, so anyway, that the the second race ends up being quite compelling because um, it looked like so Austin Cindrick was sort of in control there, and then he he jumps up a line. Um, and, you know, tries to go high, tries to make a move. Seemed like too early, I guess. Todd Gilliland is like a, a very motivated, by the way, Todd Gilliland. Who's, very is motivated. Not, a lot to um, prove. You know, he's he's not getting a full season in, in his car, although he's picked up some races. But he's not getting a full season with front row. And, you know, it looks like, oh, he could win. He stays down low. He gets a push from Larson. He's like, I'll, I'll let these guys push me on the bottom and see if I can compete on the top. Um Almarola though. Uh, ends up being quite masterful. You know, is yeah, really good at speedway racing. And then when Gillan almost gets turned, um, then the, the pack sort of breaks up and Almerola ends up sort of just sailing away with it. Uh, but great save from Gillan to not collect the whole yeah. field. I mean, he would have collected at least Larson, Kozlowski, a whole bunch of guys behind them. That could have been a real big one. Um, as it was, the damage is sort of limited to, you know, Kyle Bush, Riley Herbst. Uh, and Austin Hill, very unfortunate for Austin. I mean, he was doing what he needed to do.
0: Yeah, he was he was running good laps, put himself in position, and just basically with Connor's issues, it was like just don't do anything to take yourself out. And he didn't do anything to take himself out. It was just
1: bad luck. So here's here's a question though. So of course Pastrana was still in it at the time, but Hill would have been the next one to fall mm-hmm. back on time had Pastrana finished ahead of yep. Hill. So. Connor Daly was a lap down. Yep, and a non-factor. Yep. Um, I
0: know where you're going with this.
1: Well, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously. I, I, but
0: you're asking if you can drop back, right?
1: Well, could he have played it a little bit safer and more conservatively? Yeah, I
0: mean, I would maybe drop at the end of the line. It's the only concern I have there is is if you do lose a lap, are you fall, you lose the draft and this thing stays green? All of a sudden, who knows what happens? Right? You don't want to fall down a lap because then you're on the same lap with Connor, and then. That opens up possibilities there. So uh, maybe you find it. I don't know who did he have a teammate in this duel? Did he have Austin or uh, McCallie? Kyle Bush, but Kyle Bush wasn't going to be a, a player. So Not I mean, that if, far yeah. Back. So you, I don't. You'd have
1: to have a teammate to kind of help as your wingman there. I, I just it's a tough scenario. Well, as it as it happens, as Pastrana gets bumped in the middle of that or whatever, and, and ends up making contact with Hill. Pastrana, uh, obviously, was. Didn't do it on purpose, but he later texts Connor Daly hashtag You're welcome <laughs> um, because he took out he he got Connor Daly into the five hundred by taking out Austin Hill inadvertently, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously Pastrana made it too. NASCAR ends up if you would have listed the storylines of the open cars, uh, NASCAR ended up with their top four storylines at least the, a clear top three. I don't know where you would have put the other storyline, but um, Jimmy Johnson makes it on time. Mm-hmm. Travis Travis Pastrana who. I mean, that, that his presence in the Daytona 500 is pretty big. That's yeah. extremely cool. He makes it uh, on time, and then Connor Daly, who again, like, I mean, how do you feel his, about that car, Jeff? Hit that car. I mean, first of all, I, I feel bad for Connor. Daly. I mean, I guess I shouldn't. He he made the Daytona 500, but you know, he he makes a start at the Roval, and that car had a weird steering thing breaking and just like turns him into the wall um which was like his first cup experience right so he's like okay you know this deal gets thrown together last minute um he's got that sponsor todd alt who does the bit nile thing and that guy absolutely believes in connor is backing him all the stuff and wants to be in the 500 so they they get this deal together um and you know that team is just they've run inconsistently, you know, it's, it's inconsistently.
0: They run pretty consistently. It's just not well.
1: Oh no, (laughs) I I didn't mean it like that. Sorry. I meant like they haven't made very many starts. Yeah. Yeah. They'd only made like what? Five starts. Yeah, Very limited schedule. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they, okay. Like they're, they're going to try to do this again. They, they made it last year. Um, but you know, they, they couldn't run in qualifying there. They had some electrical thing that burned a hole in the oil line. So they, they were the only car to not even make a lap. <laughs> um, so he's watching everybody else in qualifying. Then today comes that their radio like got chewed up or, or something like something was totally messed up with the radio, like a couple hours before the race. Like the it was squirrels it did it or holes something? in it or something. Yeah, he said it looked like rodents got into it or something. <laughs> so he when they started the engines, I don't know if he yeah. didn't have his helmet on. Connor Daly did not have his helmet on when they started the engines for that race. It was that much of a scramble to get everything going um then he, start, he rolls off pit road and it's doing the bouncing thing they fix the bouncing thing he can't even drive it in the corners um you know he's going a lap down even after they made the fixes or whatever from that first car yeah, he lost a lot he
0: lost the draft lost the lap.
1: yeah i mean he he could not go he, he could it was that car stunk and you know tony uri jr tried to make some changes on it and they they stuck with it and they needed a miracle pretty much and that's what it happened yeah. i mean they got in
0: got so bad talked to his mom um after the race it got so bad after the initial caution like things were going bad it was bouncing she's like i gotta go for a walk i just the last 24 hours have been absolutely miserable i am just going for a walk and she's like i i can't do this so she walked through the fan zone
1: i mean i, I can't blame her i mean and connor himself said he didn't even sleep yeah. at, like last night pretty much at all um and I guess I guess he had said too. He said on MRN that he had bought the bought a plane ticket to LA to see his girlfriend <laughs> uh, because he was so confident, basically, that he wasn't going to make it. But
0: yeah, I mean, so if you bought it last night, I mean, you still got you're still within that 24 hour window. You might be able to get a reimbursement.
1: Well, you know, there's no change fees anymore. I, don't, I thought sometimes they they charge you. Well, well you they get, charge you the fare difference. Yeah, that's true. He can just his cancel mom, and get that. His
0: there. mom only has like one pair of clothes. With her She doesn't have a hotel room tonight She has no idea where she's sleeping She goes I may be sleeping in my car
1: <laughs> Well hotels are expensive Trust me Because I'm staying at, I, I, I got bad know, luck with the hotel And I looked for tonight and, uh, You did it to yourself
0: You did it to yourself Yes It was a bad idea From the get go It was You're staying at the motel equivalent Of Connor Daly's car <laughs>
1: That's a very accurate statement. Yes, everything that yes. can go wrong
0: has gone wrong.
1: Except the reviews for my car, for my hotel were, were positive. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess the Benton Isle car looks good on the outside, but it's not so good great on the inside. <laughs> Although my hotel doesn't look good on the outside either. Uh, but anyway.
0: It's, it's, no offense. I love you to death. It is one of the dumbest things you've ever done. But it had, had good it, reviews, 4.3 stars. It's a motel, Jeff. I've, have you seen the motels in Daytona?
1: Well, that's the thing. When you're comparing it against other motels in Daytona, maybe it is a four-star yeah, like, <laughs> hotel. <I> mean, <laughs>
0: but- a thirsty man <laughs> will drink anything, Okay
1: i mean i'm i i'm very scared to see what the other motels look like i mean geez anyway seven holes in my ceiling why would there be holes in my ceiling i can tell you why but this
0: is a kid-friendly podcast so i don't want to tell you what
1: you know i got a, a comment that i want i forgot to share with you somebody on twitter or maybe it was a dm sent me and said you know i really appreciate you having a podcast that i can listen to with my kids in the car as well and i thought of like uh, your dating <laughs> stories and stuff. And I thought, well, maybe, I don't know. Nah, but anyway. I keep,
0: those, I keep those PG. Now, if you want to hear the uh, on the un-PG-friendly ones, just, Oh, know, is we, that a different podcast? Yeah, we can, we can start, it. <laughs> we'll start it, yeah, the Teardown yeah. After Dark.
1: Well, anyway, um, yeah, so that, but, but look, you know, Tony Urie Jr. said on the radio, Connor Daily afterwards, you know, now we got two days of practice, yep. okay? And that's, again, we, we were going to talk that, about that before, but it is, like, totally ridiculous to not have practice right like i mean i get yeah. why like the okay the teams you know, want and they don't they don't practice that much and stuff but at least give them a shakedown session it's this funny.
0: is the biggest race of the year so i agree with that like you at least give them a shakedown the but here's my thing is like i don't like it just it felt like there was no build-up no anticipation like you just oh all of a sudden they're qualifying for the daytona 500. you're like what what's going on here like there was no guys going out there just kind of pushing laps like oh this guy's kind of fast or what's going on here like and again maybe it's silly maybe it's just maybe i was making too much of it but i feel like there's it just went from like no racing to like oh the daytona 500 tier there was i like a little bit of build up
1: one of my favorite traditions every single year um has been like the first thing you do like the first sort of action at daytona you know the garage opens everybody's unloading their cars and the, the field rolls out for that first practice. They all come, you know, sort of make that long drive down uh, the alleyway there and they, they turn out to pit road. They all line up on pit road and they all run out together as a pack and you hear them going around the track and you hear them coming off turn four and you can't see them yet when you're standing like on pit road on the front yeah. stretch or right behind pit wall and all of a sudden the field, you know, like however many are running together, you know, 20 cars just sort of like explode by you and you're like, boom, and it's like NASCAR's back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't happen this year. It was just like Boom. Oh, hey. The oh, qualifying by the way, qualifying's now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was literally like, oh, that car's on the lap posting a qualifying time. Like, oh, yeah, right, this is, it just felt weird. Like, and I get it. Like, I, I mean, from the team's perspective, it, and again, the teams did say, like, they didn't want, they don't feel the necessary to have practice at super speedway racing. And NASCAR's like, okay, you don't want practice at super speedway racing. But in, in I, I i guess you'd be careful what you ask for but i will say again like this is the first race of the year so i would say like just because it's the first race of the year, let these guys shake down the car a little bit you know let them let them shake out the gremlins and again it's the daytona 500 you need a little bit of a build-up you need a little bit of like inc- excitement of like oh man a little bit of teasing i like this is what's to come instead of just oh here's single car qualifying here you go
1: yeah and also the, like you know, there was some teams that weren't at the clash too. I mean, you have like the Chandler Smith situation, the the Pastrana situation. Connor Chandler Daly's Smith, team. <laughs> um, yeah, Connor Daly's team. Um, Chandler Smith. Had there been practice, he's probably in the Daytona 500 on speed um, because yeah. they they were talking about. Um, I, I think at one point uh, when he ran a lap. I think he had I think he had lost the draft or yeah, something. Yeah, they said
0: good news, bad news.
1: Right. Yes. Yes. You heard the same exchange. Yeah. Chris Rice said to Brett Griffin. Yeah, which is great to listen to, by the way. Um basically I, I believe the 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 stat was he had run I, I think it was by himself, he had run the, what would have been the second fastest lap yeah. in qualifying yesterday. Um and he obviously didn't make it because they couldn't even make it around the track with their the battery issues or whatever that they had and the the wires weren't connected right or something. Um and you know so then he had to race his way in and then he spent on pit road and that was the end of that that now that, that's self inflicted but still like
0: he would have had a fall, would have had a qualifying time to fall back on though that's, that's the true too that's the and he probably
1: he might have been locked in already and so. I was gonna
0: say too if you do have practice you do have an opportunity to drivers often will go down pit road to get a gauge of what they can do especially guys who don't have experience of getting in and out of pit stalls so maybe that doesn't happen as well
1: well yeah and like. Pastrana, for instance, um, he was talking about how a major reason why he's running the truck race, mm-hmm. like during truck practice and stuff, he's going to like try to make pits, you know, practice yeah. making coming in and out of pit entry and pit road and because he ha- has no experience doing this and he needs more reps.
0: Oh, he has experience, but he isn't done in a while.
1: Well, not in a cup car.
0: No, not in a cup car. But he's done it in, an, in an Xfinity car. To some oh, degree. sure, sure. But, yes, I mean, but you're right. But he doesn't have experience like in a cup car, which is much different. And Jimmy Johnson said that too. Like, I was talking. I asked him afterwards, like, what's what was your big takeaway from the next-gen car? He goes, man, the braking. Like, he goes, I hit the brakes on pit road, and like three cars just flew by me. And he's like, I quickly realized that I didn't need to be so, you know, uh, I forgot what, you know, hard on them or whatever.
1: Yeah, but again, like they don't. Yeah. know that right so i mean well i mean all the jimmy's tested jimmy got to test him. at least jimmy got test. Yeah, i mean
0: but it's yeah I, i'll tell you what man i don't want to be around i don't want to be around no friends to travis persana I, I don't want to be around him on pit road on on sunday especially early on Cause, why because he's not done this before like you said like this is he doesn't have a lot of experience and making a green flag pit stop when you've got everybody else around you or you've got to be precise like that's not good
1: yeah, That's a little I mean, worrisome. I, I who would you? I mean, I'd I'd much rather end up, you know, racing with him and being around him um, in the draft than Connor Daly. Not because I don't trust Connor Daly, but I don't trust his car. It just no, feels yeah, like, like mean, Do you think that car is going to make it five hundred miles?
0: No, no, of course not. I don't. I mean, they're going to be lucky they make it fifty.
1: <laughs> Ouch. Well, they barely. I mean, they <laughs>
0: needed two cautions to. They needed a caution tonight to like figure out the bouncy thing. Yeah, it looked like it had hydraulics on it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Look like it should be Connor like, Daly, man. No, and that's the
0: thing. Like, it's not like we should be very. clear This was not Connor's fault. Like, he did no. He did no. everything he could. I mean, he was on the radio. Like, I am literally like, I am going. I'm, He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not letting not off. The, I am not. Yeah. I am literally holding the gas as far down as it can go. And I, there's nothing I can do here. It's not his fault. He did it. it there's nobody in that situation that could have done anything better. It's just you are a victim of your car here.
1: But you know what? He ends up making it. However, he made it. He's hey, in the Daytona 500. Man, better be lucky than good, man. Um, and and that's a really cool feather in his cap. Um, not so much, you know, drama for for Zane Smith. Uh, no, straightforward
0: run, easy. good run. I mean,
1: once Chandler Smith sped, that was that was. It was it that. once
0: Chandler Smith sped. Jimmy Johnson's locked in, so and he wasn't right. going to do anything crazy. No. It was just like Zane just. Take it easy, and that's smart. And Front Road builds really good race cars. We saw it tonight with Zane. He was running up there well. Um, Todd Gilliland was running well. Like, that was a really good, just straightforward, don't-make-mistakes effort by by that organization.
1: Well, what's interesting about Zane Smith's car, too, is, like, he was saying that that's pretty much his truck crew.
0: Yeah, it's um, crew chief and everything, yeah.
1: And so that's, you know, they've been having to sort of do double duty. Double duty. Yeah. Like, they're trying to get his truck ready, um, and <laughs> they're trying to – Get his car ready, also, and that's a lot going on. But I guess
0: they're happy. They they are probably the one team that's happy. There is no like cup practice leading into the like practice, you know, into the five hundred. Well, now they I mean, yeah. tomorrow,
1: they're gonna have a busy day on Friday.
0: Yeah. Well, the trucks are done. I mean, trucks qualifying. That's it, though. I mean, there's not. I think they're they yeah. don't have to worry about impound. They're impounded. So,
1: well, they're still gonna have a long day. The crew. I mean. Oh yeah, crew. To, yeah, take a nap. Be here. Long- yeah, take a nap. Take a nap if they can find a place to. Do Maybe this. you can give them your motel. Yeah. Well. They're welcome to it. They're welcome to it. <laughs> I can't it. believe you did that. I'll give them the key, which is, by the way, a real key, not like a... <laughs> it's
0: like 1988? Are there, uh, like, blood stains on, like, the sheets?
1: There's stains. I don't think they're blood. Ugh. There's definitely stains, and on the pillows, and on the towels, and the washcloths, and in the shower. Oh,
0: my stomach just curled. <laughs> oh. so There's one thing you don't skimp on. It's it's hotels.
1: I'm not skimming. This is the company's paying for it, first of all. So, Our company
0: is not cheap, Jeff. No, we're not.
1: But I thought I would opt for location <laughs> for the first three. It's just for the first three nights. And then I'm moving farther away
0: yeah.
1: to a better hotel the last three nights. But we're, we, we're here late at night. Look, right now it's approaching midnight. Yeah, I know. And I- so I didn't want to have a, a far drive. And I was like, I'll get a, a beach, you know, hotel. It's, a little, it's cheap. It's cheap. And, you know, the first three nights, no, no big deal. Uh, That's great reviews. Fine. But here's, here's my question. Okay. There's a container like a full container of like Morton salt, like the one that you would buy and like you pop the, ta- the tab yeah, yeah. open the or blue, whatever. The
0: blue Morton salt. Exactly, yeah. 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 The so that one. is
1: sitting in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, opened. Well, okay. What does that mean? Why would they put an open container of salt?
0: Maybe they took a salt bath.
1: No, but like, is that like a trick to get rid of roaches? Or is it like it smells I, salt? I, like I you don't know. I don't stand open? and
0: dive joints like this that I yeah. have to worry about this. So this is not a... This is not a me problem right now? I, I don't There's know.
1: There's also four air fresheners. Yeah, One's well. a plug-in, and then three are just, like, around the room, oh, open. <laughs> you should. And do, I don't know why. You
0: should do, like, a uh, a Google search. There's probably been a homicide at your motel in the last six months.
1: It has good reviews. There's another <laughs> yeah, it review said, like, I your... was having a great stay until there was a murder here or something, <laughs> you know? I mean...
0: Yeah, well no one said that no one said in your review that there were seven holes in my ceiling and that you know there's stains on my mattress and pillow so you must have missed that review
1: and also don't you think it's weird like I, I get you know okay somebody made a mistake that whoever was cleaning the room they left their wallet and keys in my room on, on the dresser when I checked in there okay. was a wallet and keys um, on the dresser and I, I returned it yeah um, Unfortunately the office was closed. Due to Valentine's Day, this is Who two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, they said we're closing observance of Valentine's Day. So they told a, no, I'm not making this they up. It's a national holiday. No, so I had to call, and they said there's a lockbox on your room. Here's the code. Yeah. So I opened the lockbox, key was inside. Then I had called him back, and I said there's a wallet and keys in my room, and it's this person's name. And they said I'll oh, just put it in the mailbox outside. And I was like the mail, like the ma-, like anybody could just open it. And I'm like, are you sure you want me to put it in the mailbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get it tomorrow. So I I <laughs> hope that person got their wallet and their keys back. I want to do a deep dive on why they close on I, <laughs> She said we're closed in observance. of I Valentine's understand hour. that. I just like, what is she like a hot date or something? I think she wanted to go out. I know, you know, respect the that. Hotel owner, I guess. I don't know. It's clearly a family run <laughs> place, I guess. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally got sidetracked. Who's been the favorite adventure. on Sunday?
0: <laughs> Sunday, well. It's a Ford, right?
1: I don't, I, well, okay, here's the thing. You would think so, right? Like a Blaney or somebody like Blaney, that. Lugano, feels like Blaney, Logano, Amarola. like yeah. I mean, sure. Ford, Fords in general. They're sure. Gillan. But look at what Christopher Bell did at the end of that. For, first <laughs> of all, sitting here now, we have extremely very little information. The first duel, they didn't race at all, except the last lap. Yeah. That was the only time they actually, like, raced. And But on that last lap, Christopher Bell made a move, like, by himself, and nobody really helped him. And Bell's he kind of, really like, good. stuck up there. And then... After duel number two, Denny Hamlin tweeted, I love my car, in all capital letters, okay. L-O-V-E. Um, and
0: Bubba was making moves too in duel number one, at the end especially. He was coming.
1: Now, they don't have much help. No, and right? he, was, he didn't have any... He has
0: very little help, but he was making moves on his own. He passed Harrison Burton by himself, pretty much. And he was running second for a good chunk of that too, so...
1: But one thing, you know, Denny Hamlin told Travis Pastrana... So Pastrana was shopping this around, right? Mm-hmm. Like he had some funding to try to get into the day 500 and he i guess was talking to different teams or something and he said that the one pitch that denny made to him was it wasn't just like yeah yeah we'll take your money we'll give you a car it was we need you Mm -hmm. to get in the 500 and help our team yeah the numbers because we need another toyota right and he said hamlin said to pastrana i've seen you drive loose and everybody else is going to want to stay away from you because you're you're going to be hanging on to that thing and wheeling the thing. I've seen you drive. You have car control. I'll draft with you. You I know you can help us. And that sold Pastrana essentially on this. Um so that extra Toyota, maybe that makes a difference. I It does. I mean
0: that's the thing with Toyotas. Like it, it bit them 2 years ago. They they lost the 500 because of strategy a little bit and they didn't have numbers. You know, when you looked at the four teams this was 2 years ago, Ford had a strength in numbers, they pitted well. Toyotas didn't they lost the draft they weren't able to get up there and make any moves and that's what you hear when you come here from them is like we just don't have the number of cars and this is why Toyota's president of racing David Wilson has said recently we are looking to add teams because we just can't operate with Six cars anymore. We just can't. It's this is no longer. They always believed in less is more, right? And now it's become more is better, and they're looking at because when you come to these speedway races, you need more, and that they are disadvantaged, and so the Madding Pastrana certainly is is one thing we've seen it before though too with the Gaunt brothers when they ran here when they ran part time, and so they've always tried to bring in that reinforcements, if you will, and this is this is the latest instance
1: of that. So it's it you know, it's interesting though. So we're we're sitting here and we're like okay. Fords, you know, that we we feel like they have strength, of course, as they've shown. And then we're talking about Toyotas. What about the Chevrolets? You can't forget them. Cobbush
0: look good. RCRs are always, always, RCR always builds fast cars here. So I don't know. It's just the Fords looked really good. They they were fast. They've been fast. There's been a lot of talk about how their new nose nose is going to benefit them. And they have, I I, I am one of those people, I don't know, we've talked about this before, but I am one of those people like, Yes, there's super there's luck in super speedway racing. I we're not gonna deny that. But there's a re like there's some there's a reason a lot of the guys win these races. And if you look at the Ford camp, Keslowski, Logano, Blaney, Harvick, like there's some really good speedway racers here.
1: I think this is Blaney's here. I say, I I say, I say, i've been picking
0: ryan blaney to win this race for honest to god since like 2015 <laughs> i don't think i've picked him i have many times i don't think I, so. Man. i think he was my pick last year i picked him in uh, 2019 he led the most laps and i mean he is he people don't realize how good he is in these races like he really really is he almost won talladega last year he's, he's been he almost won this race last year and He's he's due. He's really really due. Um, he he said the other day like he's got to figure out a way to close out races a little bit better, and that's on him. He's you know forward thinking a little bit, and and so he's he's good. He's really good here.
1: I mean, if he's there at the end, he's he's, definitely
0: he's and he's kind of got to I I don't want to speak for him because I, I mean, he hasn't even said this, but it, you have to kind of wonder like after last year, right? Like you kind of like kind of say, I'm out for me. Like you I'm gonna know, be more selfish. I'm a little bit be more selfish, and you're like, I played the good wingman last year. It cost me. I got stuffed in the wall. I'm out for me this year. Like, I, I helped Joey last year win the championship. Or I don't want to say helped him win the championship, but, he, you know, he was, he helped him, I think, you know, uh, at Phoenix, right? Like, I was a good wingman. I was always there. It's like, I'm out for me now. You know, I got to be a little bit more selfish.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that. I, I think that it's certainly if he's in a situation running late again with one of his teammates um, coming down the last lap or something, you would think it's you're not my teammates anymore and i know roger penske does not want those cars to crash like logano and kozlowski no did you know a few years ago but i don't know man i mean like you you can't you can't let these opportunities go by you never know when you're going to get them we've 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 talked about i mean drivers have referenced all week i mean you talk about all the the legendary names that never won this race i mean tony stewart mark martin rusty wallace Never won the Daytona 500. They've not, and, and you, there's no guarantees that you will. Chase Elliott's never won. Get another this race. chance, He's Kyle Busch,
0: Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson.
1: I mean, there's a lot of Martin
0: Truex Jr. Yeah. There's a lot of really, really good drivers.
1: Yep, I mean, this is a, this is. A, I will say though that maybe I'm wrong, but this year the field seems, it just seems, it feels really strong. Um, like for instance. In years past, you get an open car in and, you know, it's Brendan gone and he's a great super speedway racer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he kind of is one of the ones more that would like take advantage of other people wrecking and he mm-hmm. ends up, you know, getting toward the top 10 at the end or something. Well, this year you've got like a Jimmy Johnson in the field who's okay. one Daytona 500 and is a seven-time champion. You know, that that's a, you know, you're getting that guy into the field. now you are getting the number 50 car in. Yeah. But, um, you know, the 50, um, the 78, the 51. 15? 50, well, 15 now he's got to get a completely 15, new car.
0: 15, think, 15, but. 51, 15, 78, 77.
1: Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's still, aspire- I mean, they should have a decent car for yeah. 500, but, but yeah, but I mean, like, Aside from those cars, I mean, uh, I, I would say, I mean, who who can you really rule out? Aside from those, like, can you rule out anybody, like, oh, that guy deck that guy? De- I don't De- know. I mean, I,
0: I don't really, it's hard to rule out any. Like, I mean, the names we mentioned, I think you can fairly say that they're probably likely not going to win. But I feel like in these races, while I just, I'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit, like, you do have to keep an open mind. We've seen Trevor Bain win here in his second career start. We saw Michael McDowell, while it wasn't a surprise he's also it's fair to say an underdog. We saw last year Austin Cindric win. Like these things do happen. So
1: Well, but okay. I I agree that you know there there is a, a way to be an elite super speedway racer and and those are the people you see up front running up front controlling the races and stuff. Now there's no guarantee Yeah. that you will finish there because
0: You can do everything can, right and still be Yeah,
1: you get taken out from the lead. Yep. I mean Kyle Busch got taken out from the lead tonight. He did. Um so that's that's not an indictment of your your skill though i mean you can put yourself in position and then nothing you know it, it, it's not of your own doing but so that's when that's when the weird things happen the weird winners happen right um but you know i i just uh i mean i think there's 30 guys that could win this i mean it's i feel like could maybe say more. Ever,
0: you could say it every year though i feel i don't think it's any different
1: well they all have the same stuff
0: I mean sure, but it, it, this is again it's a speedway race. You don't know we, we you know there's going to be a big crash or probably three. The guys are going to get taken out. It's about putting yourself in position, hoping you get lucky and being there at the end. So, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think that the the race will go any, like so last year um I believe there was a big crash early and um no. I'm
0: trying to think. I'm just no, I'm just trying to recall.
1: Oh. Maybe I'm getting my years mixed up.
0: I don't know. Uh So two years ago, what was the big one? Truex and Almirola got knocked out early. Bell got taken out. Yeah, two years ago. Remember that? Almirola came into this race. One is dual, which is kind of appropriate. One is dual, came into this race, was kind of looked at as the favorite. Truex was really happy with his car. And then a big wreck knocked those guys out. Blaney got knocked out really early. And then it just, you know.
1: Maybe I'm thinking of that one. I don't know. I guess, well, my point was going to be that if there's a big wreck early, the rest of the race is often calm until toward the end. Um, if it's calm early, then the second half of the race, like the last 50 or so is total chaos. Yeah.
0: See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like these races kind of play out. Like things are going to happen during the race. Then they're going to settle in. Right. You're going to log some laps and then like 50 laps to go. It's going to be all hell breaks loose. And then it's going to be, but, caution, but it depends wreck. what
1: happens early though. Like I'm, t- I mean, it's, it's just like with the duels, like usually if there's a calm one, one duels calm, the other one's not. hmm Um, because it it feels like the field sort of sees what happened in one and say, ah, we can do that differently. (laughs) Um, so I don't know. It it just, the race never seems to have sort of like, uh, like a common theme, sort of like it's one way, then another way. And then crazy. Who's your pick? Well, I mean, I, I think I will go Blaney. I I would say I give consideration and I said this before, um, Tonight, so now it sounds like I'm jumping on the bandwagon. But I think Almirola would be sort of like the dark horse pick. Thinking, I mean, yeah, I mean, I
0: guess he's a dark horse. It doesn't feel like a dark horse. He should be a dark horse, but he's not a name that people probably think of.
1: I mean, he's not like a playoff driver. But no. So. But he's a he is a very good speedway racer. For sure. For sure. Um, are we out on Justin Haley? We haven't mentioned him in a bit, but Haley's yeah. Haley's good.
0: Haley's good in these races. Uh Sunhouse is good in these races. Like, I I really like William Byron in these races. He's always a factor he just doesn't always finish not no fault of his own I, I like bubba wallace yeah he's finished twice second twice in this race finished second last year right in the third closest finish in, in 500 history like he is really really good in these races he is he's just got a, a presence and like his head is on his shoulders like he's got a focus about him like could Denny win a fourth? Oh, Denny absolutely could win a fourth. Especially fourth when he's Daytona sitting there tweeting in all caps. I just saw it like tweeting, yeah. "I love my car." Yeah, like, oh, Denny can win a fourth. Like he's, and then he gets in rarefied air if he gets he wins a fourth. That's,
1: wow. Yeah, that would be something. I mean, that's
0: fifty wins too, right? It could be. He's at forty nine right now, isn't he?
1: Uh, sure. I don't. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we only just did a 75 I think he's at forty nine wins. So I think
0: like, it, this would be fifty, which is you know a pretty exclusive club, and yeah. That'd be interesting.
1: Well, our panel of experts already said he's a top 20 driver in history.
0: I don't even think that's up for debate. Like He's first ballot Hall of Famer. Easy. So So, uh, Matt Kenseth didn't get in the Hall of Fame in first ballot, which is ludicrous.
1: Maybe you should be a voter. You should be a voter. Wow. That's not going to happen.
0: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it.
1: you know, do you want to talk about before this this race kicks off? Um, what trackhouse locking up both their drivers? Yeah, contract extension news. Um, we've got you know on media day, on media day morning, Daniel Suarez. Yep. press release comes out. Hey, Daniel Suarez back for multi year deal. Then there's, like, a whole press conference for Ross Chastain.
0: Oh, like, press conferences, all the monitors in the video, all the monitors. video. All the monitors in the in the press room, though, were all, like, Trackhouse logo. like Yeah, like,
1: the whole thing. It was, like, one of those movies where, like, every TV yeah. changes to, like, uh, somebody making special announcement. The only thing
0: I missed it was, like, him walking in with, like, trumpets and, like, a well, red carpet. Well, he had carpet.
1: his entire, like, extended entourage. family. Yeah, it was like
0: a, he invited the whole city, apparently. Yeah. I'm not uh, kidding when I say that. He like literally said, like after the city's here. Yeah, I mean they all came he brought a so, watermelon.
1: Uh, yeah, he had a big big fanfare for his but they they said his contract is like going to leave him gray in the beard like yeah. he's going to be there so long. So yeah. good for, I mean look, uh, it was smart for them to to lock
0: Really in smart cuz there's some possibilities out there and they're building something. It's going to be interesting to see. We we kind of had this conversation earlier It's like they I mean they had a great year last year by any measure, right? No one expected that. Now You have to follow that up, right? I mean, you you can't if you if you take a big step back this year, people are gonna look at oh fluke, one year wonder kind of thing. Like you you have to do something this year to kind of firmly establish yourself as a great team, and that is what makes a Joe Gibbs Racing and a Penske and a Hendrick is they do it year in and year out, and they always find a way. Now track house is up them because it kind of reminds me of like Chip Ganassi Racing. And,
1: well, which, that's what they used to be. I, I was just gonna say, <laughs> I like,
0: but it's funny. Like Ganassi, though, every once in a while would pop up, right? They'd have that year, and you're like, "Oh man, they finally figured it out! Like they're doing it. They win these races: Daytona, Indy, Sterling Marlin needs the points, and they're like, okay. And then the next year, what happens? Completely the other direction, and it's just you know,
1: yeah, like McMurray won crown, uh, you know, multiple yeah. crown jewels in a year, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. finally. And then they
0: nothing, yeah. Yeah. you know, and so. That's the thing, though. That is what makes great organizations is year in and year out. And now the onus is on track host to say, listen, last year was last year. We're going to do it again. And we've got to follow up. The sequel is always harder than the original.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, in other contract extension news. Bowman. Alex Bowman. Yeah. Staying Smart. in Hendrick. Hendrick's got their lineup secured for a while.
0: They do. I mean, at least three. Bowman got a three-year deal, so he's... Yeah, I mean, everybody's kind of on. Chase got a longer deal, so but they're in a good spot. I mean, sponsors too. Ally five years, which is for a sponsor in this day and age is rare. Um, that's huge. They're in a really good spot there with young drivers. Smart to lock up Bowman in the sense that you look at the landscape and it's, who are you gonna go get, right? I mean, Alex is a good team guy. He's a good locker room guy. Sponsor likes him. He's just it's a perfect fit. So makes sense there and. and you kind of wonder, like Penske's now got Blaney and Cindric and Logano all under contract. They seem set. You know, Penske, or, I'm sorry, uh, J- JGR, you know, Hamlin presumably is said he's going to sign a contract extension. And you know, the big question there is obviously what happens with Truex. but they, they seem like they're in a good spot. And that comes back to Stuart Haas Racing, like, yeah. which is we've talked a lot about in this podcast. Like, your options if you're SHR and you're looking at who's going to replace Kevin Harvick keeps getting smaller and smaller.
1: Well, and you've got, um, you know, Amarol is going to leave in the next year or Possibly. two as well. Possibly, yeah. And,
0: um, and, and I, kind of, I mean, to jump cut you off, then he may be, take Smithfield with them, right? Like, Smithfield may leave, and if they leave and anheuser Bush leaves and we don't know their status, like, all of a sudden you've got to replace two drivers and two major sponsors.
1: I mean, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I think it's fascinating to because who do you go get and and maybe that's part of the thing that these teams are are eager to lock people up now i mean look what happened with reddick right um rcr ends up letting him get away um and you know and another team signed him two years early now he ends up going there yep. you know because of the sequence of events you know he ends up going there the, the next year but still like I, I wonder if teams are looking around going "Ooh, you know because for a while there it seemed like the teams were going to have the advantage. Like everybody was starting to be on like one year deals. we yeah. were like, Oh, there's going to be massive silly season every year. There's going to be drivers moving all over major teams, all this stuff. Um, now it seems to be shifting back toward the drivers a little bit because there's not as many qualified drivers. Just like we're talking about with SHR. We're like, well, who are they going to get? Yeah. Who they, who's going to be the successor for the four car?
0: I don't know. There's not somebody in the Xfinity series right now you look at and like, oh, that that's a can't miss guy. There, there's some guys that you look at and say, yeah, I could see it. Like maybe, maybe if a John Harney check is a great year, like all of a sudden he's a player. Or I'm higher than on him than other people are, but like a Sam Mayer, if he like he's been hyped a lot, he comes in and has like a big year and finally figures it out, kind of like a Gregson did. Maybe he becomes a player, but there's not really anybody there down there right now you're like oh that 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 kid is it like Toyota doesn't have anybody really in their prospects the pipeline um Ford doesn't have anybody I mean Penske doesn't even have a Xfinity program right now I mean it's just there's just a, a dearth uh, of really talented young guys
1: yeah I mean I, Josh Berry I, I, yeah I, maybe I mean yeah. I
0: guess if you if you want to go that route, I'm not saying you can't but yeah it, you know Zane Smith is, is a name that the one name is is, is Zane Smith like, right of and course. but Ford but he's under contract of Ford and yeah. so you know, but also,
1: like as as he seems to have a bright future, but is he ready to like take over the number four car, for instance? Yeah, or, and, and I know? will say,
0: and he's under he's front row, is he's a front row guy. So is how do you make that right with front row, and and so it'll be yeah. interesting. Our well, it's,
1: it's almost like so you know for so long, um, you know the Cup drivers were just dominating Xfinity series, and mm-hmm. you know the whole names are made here thing. Like you couldn't really you know, it was, it was a joke, right? Yeah. Like, cause names weren't being made and cup drivers were winning like all but three races a year or something mm-hmm. in Xfinity. Well now, since they put the limits on, you know, you've had all these Xfinity guys come along and win chunks of races, five, six, seven, eight races a year. And as soon as they do that, they're all being elevated, right? Um, whether it's Reddick, Sindrick, mm-hmm. um, Gregson, Briscoe, Almendinger. Um, and so now you look back at the Xfinity series and the truck series too, and you're like, well, like you were saying, who, who's, who's there. It's going to take more time for these guys to establish themselves and learn. There's not, you know, obvious sort of next people, um, as we stand here today anyway. And so that affects cup because as these veterans are stepping away, whether it's, you know, potentially Truex, we know Harvick, potentially Almarola, um, like what, what happens? Where do they? Where do these teams go? And and it's it's fascinating because there's just not. It suddenly seems like there's just a lack of uh, qualified people. So. And
0: a lot of young drivers have come up in the last few years, right? You had Bell, you had Custer, you had Briscoe. Custer's a name to keep an eye on. Um, you also had Ty Gibbs come up this year. Noah Gregson. You've you've just had kind of this. Kind of a, a a flood of young guys that have done well and moved up, and when you do that though, you are going to inevitably kind of hit a little bit of a lull, and that's where it at, at right now. Another question for you. Uh uh-huh. Dark horse. Give me a dark horse winner on Sunday.
1: Well, I, I said Amarola, but you say that doesn't count.
0: I don't, I don't think he's a dark horse. People think he's good in these races.
1: Um. Well, I don't know. I mean, you
0: wouldn't be if Amarola wins on Sunday. That you would be like. Okay. It's kind of, he just won the duel. Like, I mean, how, you know, that's not yeah, a dark but horse. Yeah. The
1: year that McDowell won and you had, you had predicted that as your long shot pick. Yeah. That wasn't necessarily surprising, but it was still a dark horse, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, but he also drives for a small team and like he never yeah. won a race before. Elmer has got two plate or two speedway wins. He's, he's All got right, a couple okay, of dual so wins.
1: not a dark horse. Well, then I guess Haley.
0: Haley's yeah, good. It'd be fun. Good well, story. What's, then.
1: what's your picks?
0: Ah. <sighs> i'm looking <laughs> i was hoping to buy time i like eric jones
1: eric jones is as the the dark horse of the race yeah well, he's not a dark horse you don't think he's dark horse he won the southern 500 last year okay i mean if you're yeah it's fair and I he's mean, won at daytona before
0: he has won at daytona in the, in the july race he just he's not he in da- the clash in daytona too <laughs> yeah, car. was that car faster than the 50 car today
1: if it's being pushed by his laptop. Yeah, people. but he's
0: not. I mean, I guess you're, you're right. If we are going by the standard, like, he's just not somebody like, if he wins on Sunday, people are like, whoa, you know? Yeah. But you're right. I mean, that's uh, all right. How about Gillen?
1: Oh, I got one.
0: LaJoy. Corey LaJoy, who was really good tonight, by the way.
1: Yeah. I mean, for sure, like he's always in contention. But do we know what his strategy is going to be yet? Because even though he's going to get a good starting spot because yeah. he had a good run in the in the, um, in the duel, um, couldn't you see him dropping back for much of the race? That's what they typically do. Yeah. And then he sort of picks off positions at the end. Yeah, so he talked about that on
0: his media day, and I'm trying to find the quote. I mean, He talked about how this year he's going to try to be different and not just, you know, years pass, like you said. Wait until the wrecks happen. Pick your way through. Leave there with a top-ten finish. And he was like, no, like I need to come here with the mentality of I need to compete for the win, which means I can't wait until the end to kind of make my move. I need to put myself in position before that.
1: Yeah. Well, on his podcast, he talked about um, shaving his neck. Did you hear that?
0: No, I did not. That's they.
1: They, they talked about how um, he wants his guys to. Oh, not
0: his neck. They're Oh, yeah, yeah. The neck.
1: Oh, yeah, I did yeah. I had him on the Sirius show. He talked about that. Yeah. The, the, like the back of his neck or something. No, no, no. It's underneath. You don't oh, want the neck. Ne- you want to look. You don't want right, to victory lane. Yeah, photos. you want to look good. Yes.
0: So when you leave the t- when their team leaves the 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 hotel on Sunday, right? Make sure that you look good because you have to expect you're going to be. In Victory Lane, right. celebrating when you get your photo, you want to be you know all spiffed up.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's your, they're, it's they're your under, that. Yeah. right. Oh, okay. It's I I was thinking the 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 back of the no no no. You want roughiness. the neck beard, man. You oh, the neck look, beard. I, good, I, you know? I got that going a lot. You
0: yeah. want the you want to let the uh, what do they call it the the, the you want to let the chest breathe? You want the, the thirst trap?
1: I don't think that's what that was. No, no, man. No. You look good. That Victory was just lane. an excuse for you to unbutton. I'm so glad our podcast listeners couldn't see you. We should do YouTube just now. We need a YouTube. We should do. We need YouTube. Yeah. Where would we have set up a YouTube tonight? We just put our little phones right here. We could have done that. Yeah. It's I don't know about that. <laughs> well, what else should we talk about? I mean, we usually go an hour, and it's only been 47 minutes. So, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> late. We're not going anywhere anyway. I mean, I don't want to spend I got to write. I don't, <laughs> I right. I don't know about motel. you. you know, some
0: of us have to work to do tonight, Jeff. This is work.
1: I can't, well, besides a this, great job, I've got more work.
0: work. I love my job. I wake up every day excited, but I do have to write.
1: I have to edit all the... Uh, foul language you said out of this podcast. I don't swear. <laughs> you have a terrible sailor's. Sailor that is mouth.
0: not you swear more than I barely swear. You swear all the time.
1: I've I hear you swear all the time. As soon as the pot the microphone goes <laughs> off, it's terrible. You guys shouldn't be around Jordan.
0: That's yeah, kids especially.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he actually doesn't swear. I always feel bad swearing around Jordan because he doesn't swear back. Oh. So I'm like cursing, and I'll like express my anger about something, and. I don't get the same level back. <laughs> my mom raised me right, Jeff. Well, oh, my mom's, my mom, by the way, did not like that you called them old for the Super Bowl. And by the way, she did come over. My parents did come over and help me um, watch watch the kids, help my me and my wife watch the kids. So I did get to watch more of the Super Bowl. She wanted me to tell you that. Okay. How old are they? Well, it doesn't matter. It's, like 70? It's, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's old. I'm not going to say my mom's age on the podcast. They're old. My parents are old. My, my, my mom is not going to appreciate the old part. I'm telling you. She wanted me to tell you this. <laughs> she listens to the podcast. I appreciate that. She doesn't like when you are mean to me, first of all. Oh, have, you, have you talked to her about how you're mean to me? Oh.
0: Has she said anything about that? Anyway, Mrs. Glock? Um, <laughs> <laughs> your son's mean. And that's you should see what he's like off the air.
1: I was I was uh, uh, I, I, should <laughs> No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was mean to you about something today because I said I told you so about something. Yeah. And 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 you said, I should go on a, a revenge tour. tour. You, you didn't know what a revenge tour was. No, I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And you're like, you should tell everybody that you were right. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. The only person I tell that I was right and brag about that is you. Oh, here it is. I just troll you for that. Yeah. Um, I don't go and tell the whole world. Oh, I was right. Look at me. Look at me. Cause nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to be reminded. <laughs> like I'll tell people, I think it's funnier to tell people I was wrong. Like with the track house thing last year and be like, Oh my God. Like, wow, I really missed this. And everybody like, let's all make fun of me together rather than me being like, "Oh, do you remember this prediction? I nailed that one." <laughs> you should, you keep should it, really should listen keep to a me. tally
0: of all the things you get wrong. And when you hit hit on something, you should, you know, let people know.
1: No, I don't think that's no. You don't need to do, other people can remember if they want to. I'm not going to remind people that I was right, except you. I will remind you. That's what I was saying. Um, you know, because we're good like that. So, if that's mean then 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 I mean We've gotten totally off track here. Are, is there nothing else to talk about? For no, the I'm duels? looking
0: at the Toy oh. Lejoy transcript about what he said. And he's like, we need to come here. Um, basically what we kind of said is like, we're going to come here. We need to, if we're going to have a chance to win. We need to put ourselves in position to do that. Okay. And you know, not just kind of cherry pick our way up through the crashes.
1: You know, it's very difficult. To tell if it's gonna it's good at all because we just don't have much information yet. We haven't seen, I mean, yeah, we saw the duels, but most of the duels were not, um, you know, a lot of evidence of what could be to come. Um, I just think we're just falling back on the usual suspects, and we're just guessing like we always do. So that's pretty that's much our right. analysis. That's our expert analysis. Yeah, we're experts
0: grasping at straws.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway,
0: your phone dropped. I
1: just lost my phone. Ooh, that makes me cringe. You know what though? Here's the thing. It wasn't on my motel room floor. <laughs> okay. It was on the floor of the oh. drivers meeting room. So tell me, safe. you like leave your shoes on. Yes, the whole time. When a roach went across the floor last night, my shoes a, were already on. You had a roach? Yes. Oh. I was eating Wawa on the bed because I was so like, I was like, I'm not even leaving the bed. Oh. I was just like, this, this is the safe spot up on the bed. So all as I was eating the Wawa, um, I've been there three times already. Like and I'll probably go a fourth time after this podcast. But um, a, a roach just like scurried out and went right across the floor. And since my shoes were still on... I just oh. ran over and bam, got it. Did you take off your shoe like you did at Bristol? No. Oh, with that bug in Bristol, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was. Oh. Yeah. No, I just stomped it, um, and I kicked it over by the other like dead roach that was already in there when I had checked in. So, I'm not making this up. Like this is, uh, I'm not even exaggerating. No, all. I know
0: there's. I'm. I will put money any wager that there's somebody been killed in your room at some point in the last ten years.
1: Well, ten years is a long time. This stuff happens. <laughs> Apparently, the, what doesn't happen is them watching the sheets. <laughs> I think they've been washed. Maybe I don't know with what, and maybe they didn't use detergent. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. anyway, uh, one more night, one more, one night. more night. If you I've made, made it to Sunday ones? on this podcast, I've gotten to a better <laughs> hotel. got
0: eaten by roaches. So uh, all right. So your pick to win is Blaney. Your yeah. Almerola is another guy you like, and then and then Haley and I guess Haley. Yeah.
1: that's good. And what are yours?
0: Uh, Boba and Byron are kind of my two guys I've got circled. And then Jones. I, I do like Jones. He did almost win Talladega last year. He's good in these races. Um, and then I, I like LaJoy. LaJoy was impressive tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll see. But who the hell knows? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. We really don't know. Sorry. Don't uh, don't bet on, uh, even though we're probably going to do a betting post and say, here's our picks. Well, like I mean, did. I would say, like, honestly, I, I I
0: wouldn't put all your money on one driver. What I would do is take, your money and divide it up and like five bucks here, 10 bucks here. And like, you know, and that you've got a chance, especially with
1: the odds, risk management and all cash management, uh, bankroll management, uh, is what they call it in the gambling parlance, I think. Um, but one thing that I, I do think people should look at is, is try to, you know, just look for value in, in, betting on somebody in the top 10. If you're betting for somebody to win, the odds are like, just like we're sitting here guessing, I mean, you don't have that much of a chance. Even top three is difficult and you're not getting much value there, probably. But if you could be like, oh, LaJoy, top ten, there's probably some plus value there. That's that's what I would look at. I mean, and the matchups too, you know, when it's the one on one type of matchups they have going, that's you know, that's that's where you could look at for value. We'll we'll do a we'll do a post I'm sure, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much stock in it. Although Jordan um, did Pick mcdowell a uh, mm-hmm. couple years ago so good for you uh,
0: Good lucky blind squirrel find the nut
1: you see you should go on uh your your tour and tell everybody about about this about your great picks <laughs> I,
0: I had bell as my do- uh breakout guy last year
1: and you picked i, I, I picked lakana win the championship <laughs> see you you're the one that should be oh trust
0: me i got receipts i know all of my receipts I, I got it all yeah
1: okay well i have receipts when you're wrong
0: <laughs> do you remember them
1: yeah, I just sent you one today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's
0: right. Oh, man. Right. I, when I was writing that story, by the way, like I knew, like I was like...
1: I haven't even said which story it is, so don't give it away for... Why?
0: Me. People go read it. It's a huh? safety story.
1: Okay. I don't Jordan wrote I a safety story. He did... I mean, look, he did a great job in the story, first of all. He went to the safety summit. This is on The Athletic. He went to the NASCAR safety summit where all the safety workers train, right? And one of the big issues was they were practicing on how to flip over cars um you know as with the chris busher incident last year and i at the time was like all pissed off and outraged that it took him to way too long to flip busher over and at the time you would you know we had
0: argued well yeah i mean there, there's a couple things there. like the, the recovery time to flip him over i agree like it took too long but the idea of like oh you can just it's not I take umbrage a little bit. It's not, you can't just flip it over. There is a science to it. And that's where we, I look back and looked and like, there is a little bit of like, it's just flip them over. It's like, no, like you, there is a right way to do it. You can't just flip the car over cause you can injure the driver.
1: Anyway, a lot of the quotes on Jordan's story, which I definitely <laughs> recommend you read were NASCAR saying like, Oh yeah, we took this way too long yeah. and we need to pick this up and we need to improve this. And they were saying all the reasons why it was a very interesting story. Honestly, I learned a lot, but uh, I did anyway, too.
0: like it's crazy. Like I, I, I went to this thing and and I learned so many little nuggets that I didn't think about of like when, you know, is on the track crash, they have a safety vehicle basically act as a blocker to make sure that nobody can hit it. Our example another example I learned is like when Bubba Wallace last year at Vegas was walking down the front stretch, when a driver starts walking on the on the right on a hot track, they will have a safety truck come up and basically act as a shield as well, which is something I didn't think about. There's all these these little nuggets about safety that you can tell, like, this is NASCAR takes a lot, gets a lot of arrows slung at it for its safety and responses and everything else. But when you know, I went there, like, you do realize, like, how much time and effort and energy is put into, like, making sure they can be as best as they can, you know, be. I'm not saying the execution is always perfect because you can read the story and that, that is talked about, but you can tell, like, this is much more thorough and detailed than maybe we sometimes give them credit for
1: course we also uh as you know we talked about on a podcast a couple weeks ago now but um our nascar 75 greatest drivers series is complete um you know please go see all the voting and everything um we have four different pieces for that um we obviously have more coverage we've been doing during the week as well the first 12 questions of the year is with joey logano Um, (laughs) there's a question you have in there about it's so good
0: the advice i don't know we give it
1: away or we can't give it away right uh, well, I mean, no, I can say that, I, I mean, one of my questions this year is that, um, is I, I'm asking, I, I'm at, I, well, I, I've tweeted about it yeah, and I asked people for, um, to give me dear Abby slash Ann Landers type like advice column questions. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to have the drivers answer them and I'm going to change and it'll be a different question each week for the drivers. Right. And I'm, I i do not have it in front of me, but the, the, the question for the was basically like, um, Hey, like I've I've uh, been together with my wife for 11 years, been married for four. We have a great, healthy, loving relationship full of respect. Um, but one thing is that she uh, puts the the spoons or the utensils with peanut butter on them in the dishwasher. Yeah, rinse the um, damn silverware. And, you know, this person was upset because. They wanted to, uh, you know, they said that the peanut butter gets all over yeah, the it utensils Yeah,
0: it doesn't come off if you let it harden. Right. Yeah.
1: And and, you know, despite, savages, despite them asking their wife to uh, give a little pre wash, she won't do it. And so, you know, what should this person do uh, about uh, this dilemma that they have? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Logano, he gave a great answer. He talked for like two minutes. He gave me like two a two-minute advice answer. He's
0: much nicer than I am. Uh, I would have so put it her, on our her pillow.
1: <laughs> anyway, so that that's going to be a lot of fun this year. Oh, you dropped your phone I now. I did. Wow.
0: I did. See, this is what happens.
1: Wow, double phone drops. I know. Okay. This is not when a- I
0: did not do dishes as a kid, my mom would take the dirty dishes and put them in my bed. Stop. No, it's your story. I did to my roommate once, too.
1: Wait. So your mom would take your dirty dishes from dinner.
0: Yep. If I didn't do them,
1: like with like leftover. Yep. Whatever, and put them in and my bed on them, and yeah, in and, the bed,
0: like on my bed, in my bed, yeah. And I had a roommate who is a complete like I am a clean freak, and my I've only had a roommate once in my life, and he was a, my best friend, my best friend Bob. He's a absolute, God bless him. He's a pig man, just an absolute pig man, and. He wouldn't, he didn't do it. He kept leaving the dishes out, like piling up in the sink. And I'm like, the hell with this. And I, so I took him and threw him in his bed. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what happens. We had a chore board too. Like I made him do chores. <laughs> Not kidding.
1: I I'm, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> wow, this is a, quite the revelation here. A chore board for your roommate? Yeah.
0: Because otherwise he wouldn't do anything. And I don't do, what I don't. What
1: was his reaction when you put the dishes in his bed?
0: He was not pleased, but I said, "This is what happens."
1: What was his? What, did he retaliate? Was no, nothing.
0: Like he, he knew it was coming. I warned him, and he's like, "Okay, he's a real mild, mild-mannered guy." So, and you're still friends? He's my best friend. Yeah, I'm gonna be his best man at his wedding.
1: You're going to a wedding? Oh yeah, weddings are great,
0: man. I like going to weddings. Oh, you just don't like getting married? I don't man. like getting married. I like going to weddings. I'll open bars, bridesmaids. Sorry, I shouldn't said that on the podcast. <laughs>
1: It's a kids show, Jordan. Sorry. It's a kid's kids friendly. Anyway. Oh boy, this has really gotten derailed. Uh anyway, well I mean this is this is not a, a true post race episode, so we can have more leeway than usual, I
0: guess. I need to go write.
1: Oh, you're anxious. See, I'm I'm am i I'd sit here all night. I just don't want to yeah, go back to my hotel. Have to write. I'm slow writer. I'm a horribly slow writer. If, if I-, I had a nicer <coughs> place I'd be eager to go back and sleep.
0: I'm gonna be here until five AM.
1: No, don't do that to yourself, Jordan. Yeah. Nobody's going to read a story at 5 a.m. anyway. Just write tomorrow. I, I don't, I'm don't. busy tomorrow. I've got other stuff to do. What are you busy with? i got a Formula One story. i got to write too. Oh. Our Formula One writers will be here soon, everybody. Okay. Anyway, you yeah. can go to theathletic.com slash teardown to subscribe and support our work. We'd really appreciate that. And we'll be back with you in just a few more days, Sunday night, after the Daytona 500, when Ryan Blaney has won it. There you go. All right, good pick. Everybody, thanks for listening. We will talk to you next time on the teardown.